Because you get up early, Jeff Sloan has to get up early to host the pre-W Smith show. And that's what you are listening to now on 760 WJR. All right, welcome back. You know, a lot of changes in business, as we all know, today versus just a few years ago, technology and strategies and tactics moving at breakneck speed to change business in so many ways. In the marketing department, one of the most significant ways businesses have been changed is by influencer marketing. So this is where instead of relying on, let's say, a big celebrity, generally speaking, instead of relying on a big celebrity paying the big bucks or doing a big Super Bowl commercial or doing whatever else you traditionally do to market your business, you go to someone on a social media platform, typically, who has lots of followers, lots of likes, lots of people following them, and they gain those followers either by providing good information or by looking great on the screen or whatever it is that may have compelled people to follow them in whatever it is that they claim to be expert at, whether it be fashion or whether it be just health or whether it be good common sense, whatever it may be, they provide content that people gravitate to, begin to rely upon, and want to hear more of and more from that particular influencer, and then they follow that guidance to make purchases, to shape the way they live their lives, etc. And uh, it's become huge. Companies pay these influencers to help them market their goods or services, and it's a huge, huge, it's had a huge impact and continues to on marketing today. But now there's a new trend happening. Of course, we all know the popularity of TikTok, and uh, that's one of these social media platforms I referred to where influencers make their buck and then some, some making millions and millions of dollars off of this kind of thing. But now some of these people are turning to something called de-influencing. This is the opposite, in effect, of influencing. So instead of recommending to make a purchase or recommending to take an action, you're actually recommending against making a purchase or, say, for example, taking an action. And people now are coming back on that. They're coming around the top of the bell curve and coming back down the backside of that bell curve. People are saying, hmm, in this environment, you know, I don't necessarily want to be influenced to make a purchase. I, I need to save my money or I need to stop spending or better not use that buy now, pay later feature on my credit card, which is haunting me these days. I better not purchase. And so following people that help you decide not to do something or make a purchase is becoming quite in vogue these days. Yeah, it's so in vogue. There's over 65 million viewers that have searched the uh, TikTok hashtag de-influencing. I mean, so you're absolutely spot on here. This is not just, you know, a couple of people. This is a major trend, major a, major, trend. a major wave. You know, these creators that are going on as de-influencers are actually redirecting viewers to find products and make recommendations for things they actually need. Right. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it too. I think it's obviously very good. I think a lot of people probably followed influencers in the past and made purchases or had taken certain crazy actions. These people who proclaim to be health experts say, you know, Drink a half gallon of vinegar in the morning. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Wait a minute. I just and saw that right, one now. <laughs> right, right. And you'll lose half a pound. Right. <laughs> oh, you know. Right. I mean. Or, you yeah, know, buy this T-shirt and it will right. change your life. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Or, you know, and then, of course, there's always keeping up with the Joneses. So Johnny bought this T-shirt. Well, I better, too. I mean, Absolutely. you know, right on we left out. And so all that, you know, really kind of 
gives you, when you do follow the action and you make the purchases, the classic dopamine rush that comes with, you know, the satisfaction of either A, being part of something, doing the right thing, following the right guidance, or B, just making a purchase that makes you feel good or look good, whatever it may be. And so people follow these recommendations made by influencers. In many ways, my example, my ridiculous example of the drinking to have have a gallon of vinegar blindly, you know, I mean, they just follow it. These are influencers. These are some people who know what they're talking about. They come across with such authority. And the reality is it can cost you a lot. They can get you to run amok of what you really should be doing with your life or health or whatever it may be. And, uh, and you know, these de-influencers that are kind of taking over, they are Gen Z. They lean towards the Gen Z, you know, group because Gen Z typically kind of rejects capitalism and consumerism and they focus on embracing sustainability. So it does make sense that that group or that demographic is really pushing this de-influencing online. Yes. And another reason Gen Z may be taking the lead here is that Gen Z, I think, was the one most influenced by the influencers because most of the people on social media doing this kind of thing are indeed either millennials or Gen Zs, you know, younger uh, in in nature. So, all right, well, the de-influencing trend is upon us. We'll keep an eye on it and uh, see where all of that goes. But where we're going to go now is to take a look ahead at what's coming up in the Paul W. Show. Ann Thomas standing by. Ann, good morning. Well, good morning, Jeff and Kristen and Mark. I've got a question for the gang this morning. How are de-influencers compensated? Oh, my God. That's such a great, that is a great question. Seriously, that is a great. If they're discouraging use of a product, then they don't get a lot of sponsorships, right? Well, so, you know, it's a subtle thing, but here's the answer. What Uh they're doing is by de-influencing, by taking the approach of de-influencing, the counterculture approach, they become popular. They get lots of followers because now people are jumping on the de-influencing bandwagon. And I think while they're de-influencing not to buy this, they're saying better to buy this. Exactly. They're oh, encouraging. That's really interesting. More, right. Yep. Right. More, you don't need this. More realistic products. Yeah. You don't need this $200 sweater. Here's one I found for $60. It looks almost identical. This is the one to buy, not that. Don't buy that. Buy this. So they're wow. still, in the end, benefiting and profiting, if you will, in the same basic manner. But they're leading with the de influencing now to be counterculture, pick up the followers, and have authority that they can then uh, monetize. So that's that's a great question. Very clever. Excellent. Excellent. Well, speaking of clever, we know we'll hear lots of clever coming up ahead in the Paul W. Show. It's all about the State of the Union. Paul's in the house, and we're going to talk about the State of the Union. Beautiful. We'll be tuned in as always. Stick with us right here as we head to the Paul W. Show next on WJR.